Hi. Hi. I'm Evan. I'm Addie. And you are listening to the Speaking English Podcast, the place to be for anyone who wants to watch more movies or read more books, but doesn't quite know where to start. This is episode 163. <laughs> and for this time around, we watched Amelie. Mm -hmm. uh, 2001 picture directed by Jean-Pierre Junot um, and it's one that we had both heard about for a lot and mm -hmm. uh, and uh, had never seen so we said you know what it's about time to have seen it mm -hmm. and so that we did and here we are to talk <laughs> about it with you the uh, loyal listener <laughs> So that's what we'll do in just a second. Before we get into that, how has your week been? Honestly, my week has been really, really good. Awesome. Not even nothing special happened, but I've just finally, I'm finally feeling healthy mm. <laughs> again. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> After a long, yeah. long period of being ill, I got to get off of like all of the meds that I was on this week. And it's crazy the way. I like instantly felt better. Like I yeah. went to sleep after the first day of not being on my meds and woke up with this like clarity of mind <laughs> that I have not had in so long and this energy. And I just felt like I had a personality again. Like I don't awesome. be on such a strange and heavy uh, combination of medicines really dulls the senses. You know, mm. I really okay. was not experiencing life very much. Yeah. It was just passing me by, but I feel so much better now. So that's really exciting. So now I have like a week or two, no meds, and then I get my appendix out and then, you know, I'm back in the same situation again, I guess. But then it's over, you know, yeah. we're really, the only way out is through. <laughs> <We're kidding. laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, went back to teaching my mindfulness class to kids this week and that was awesome. delightful. I love doing that. Um, I feel like I had one other exciting event occur <laughs> to me this week, but now I do not recall what it was. So never mind. Maybe it was just that. But yeah, feeling good. Awesome. Great to hear. Thank you. Uh, this week for me, I guess, was pretty uneventful. I don't think too much interesting happened. Um, That's kind of nice. Yeah, I feel like I I had been pretty busy up until then. Yeah, but uh, that's all right. Um, yeah, I don't really have too much to say. It was just <laughs> kind of hung out, got some work in, and I've been nice. doing the tu the tutoring and hanging out, doing stuff. I don't know. I feel kind of lame now. Like nothing really, <laughs> nothing really to say. Is kind of. I haven't weird. had anything going on for like weeks on end. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel too bad. There you have it. Um, yeah. So that's been my week. We'll see <laughs> what comes up um, in the future. So. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so Amelie. Yo. I watched it last night and it was pouring rain and I drank a lot of tea and it was a very cozy, pleasant time for me. It's a very heartwarming movie. Awesome. <laughs> I, uh, so I, I was going to do the drink again. Oh, nice. I had been kind of slacking on that. Um, and I don't know, it didn't quite work out to like actually make something. Mm -hmm. um, but... If I picked a drink for this movie, it would be a, what's it called? A Frenette, Frenette Sour. I've never heard of that. Which is, a, do you know Frenettes? It's like uh -uh. a Italian liqueur. Yummy. Um, like kind of bittery and it's kind of like Italian Jägermeister. Okay, interesting. Um, the last time I had it, it didn't end well, but uh, <laughs> but I found this cocktail which is kind of cool. It has frenets, uh, green chartreuse, and lime juice slash simple syrup. Interesting. Um, and That's I picked a very that green movie for this movie because it is so green. It's so green. Um, except for Amelie, she is so red. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So I was just wanted to look for green drinks, and this one is it doesn't really look green. But everything that's in it seems a bit 
I don't know. I, it just fits to me. I don't know why. But uh, <laughs> if I had the stuff for it, I would make it and try it out. But I don't. So I didn't. <laughs> Maybe someday. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but I don't know. That just seemed cool. I was just looking at stuff with green chartreuse specifically because I had mm-hmm. heard some stuff about that uh, kind of recently and and such. So that was that's my pick. Nice. I think it's a great pick. Um, Having never tried that drink, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if either of us can say like how good yeah. of a pick it is, but but that's what I'm going with. I didn't want to like forget about that whole segment completely. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So uh, there's nothing in the mailbag again this week, so nothing to talk about there. Bummer. Um, so yeah, Amelie uh, is a 2001 movie directed by Jean-Pierre Junot, very French, um, about a, a lady and her trials and tribulations of life. <laughs> yeah. And uh, trying to impact. I guess the plot kind of starts with her decision to try to impact the lives of others mm-hmm. and uh, moves from there. So yeah, what were your overall thoughts on this one? I loved it. Uh, a surprising amount, I would say. It. I don't. I'd been wanting to see it for a while, and I figured I was going to like it. But there were certain things about it that I thought were going to be off-putting to me. Like I didn't really think it would become a new favorite, um, based on like the poster and the descriptions alone. Like I thought. <laughs> I I hate the poster so much. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain why, but I've always heard that it's kind of like a fantastical romance about like just a very good person who tries to do good in the world. And I was mm. like, Oh, it's going to be so corny. <laughs> I'm going to not like it, but people like it so much. I've heard so many just really amazing things about it that I was just intrigued mm. despite it not necessarily sounding like it would be in my taste, I guess. And then right away, I was kind of shocked by how kind of uh, dark it gets, I guess. Like the scene where um, her mom dies via Mm. somebody else committing suicide (laughs) and falling onto her. I was like, oh, my gosh, this movie is uh, a lot more intense than I thought that it was going to be going Uh, into. Um, I I I don't know that I would even. It's not really intense, regardless of scenes like that. It's still kind of, I don't know, it just remains odd i guess around yeah. the um but yeah i don't know it, it was just a little more strange and compelling than i guess i expected it to be i liked amelie as a character a lot more than i thought that i would too this mm. was another thing where i was sort of like oh she's just so different she's just so quirky she loves to help people yeah. <laughs> I'm her guts that's uh but i didn't feel that way at all i really liked her i thought she was a great main character and i was rooting for her from like the very first second you know um yeah and it also just like resonated with me in kind of surprising ways i guess it made me it renewed a sort of zest for life (laughs) i think maybe that's just because i'm off the meds I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It lines up. It lines up well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really liked it. What about you? I didn't really like it that much. Really? Oh yeah. my gosh. Say um, more. I just, I don't know. I, I, I thought I was just kind of annoyed by it in a lot of places. Uh, okay. And, and liked others. And it, I don't know. It's like making me sad because it seems that most everyone gets a lot of good stuff out of this and, yeah. And I feel bad that I didn't. I feel like guilty <laughs> about it. But, what uh, what elements were annoying? I, d- I didn't think she was a good character. Really? <laughs> she kind of no bugged way. me a lot of times. There was a lot of good moments. And I don't like I didn't dislike this movie either. Um, sure. I yeah. just thought I just thought I would like it more. And there was yeah. just a, a, a number of things that were like, wait a second here. <laughs> um that that I that I didn't really appreciate. And I think I didn't like Amelie as a character because I think I'm I'm I could relate in some ways, um, uh-huh. but in the ways that I couldn't is like things that I know that like I wouldn't ever do. I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like what? 
Amelie is like very like spiteful and 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 uh, <laughs> like vent not vengeful because that's that's too strong of a word, but just like a little bit petty about stuff. <laughs> I know I like it about her. <laughs> I I didn't because it's like I don't know. And I, I'm ever since I like I, I saw it earlier today, and I was trying to to um, think about a good way to explain it, but uh-huh. I I didn't really find one necessarily other than I don't know like specific question ways that I would answer questions about it, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I didn't really quite there was just things that I don't know. That's so funny that that's something that bothered you because I think that's something that made me like her as a character even more like Mm. I was kind of worried she was going to be too innocent to the point of being like naive I guess or uh, just one of those people who seems to be like above uh, spite (laughs) Mm. and I don't like that that kind of irritates me it doesn't feel very real so as soon as she started kind of being sort of manipulative and meddling in ways that are like slightly problematic sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's so compelling. So uh, she's not a, she's a, in a very gray area. You know, she's not just a hero. Mm. She's not a saint. I like that. Yeah. Well, and I think I, I didn't like that, but I, I yeah. think it's, I, but not because it's just like as simple as that. And I think yeah. it's, I guess for me, it was like a friction with um, what the movie was like kind of presenting her as and what okay. the, the, the fact of the matter is, I guess. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I agree that like a character that would just be only do good things and, and whatever yeah. um, wouldn't be very compelling. But I think that that striving towards that is like noble and, yeah, I think a character like this for me to to like her would have been more like kind of conscious of that like that's that some of the stuff that she's doing isn't like great and she just didn't really ever do that or it was never even show, <laughs> like really shown. She's um, definitely immature and like that's a a fault of hers that I don't want to like defend, but it, it also just made sense to me in the context of the movie because she, she's so stunted emotionally. Like I think Mm. it's kind of part of the point, you know, she really does not know how to behave uh, with like strong emotions and stuff and with connections with other people. And that makes sense because she was never taught, you know, her parents, gave her absolutely nothing to work with. Mm-hmm. So now she's, I think she's supposed to be only 23 in the movie, okay. which felt really weird. I did not like being older than her. <laughs> 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 um, but that's just so young. I don't know. It, it just mm. feels like this is the moment. This is the first time ever in her life where she's starting to learn how to behave in the world and like interact with other people and form relationships and stuff. And <laughs> And she takes it a little too far, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, and also into strange directions. I think the most annoyed with her that I was, um, was watching her not know how to actually talk to like her love interest, like yeah. end, where she just sort of keeps telling him to go places and then he goes and then she doesn't say anything. To him. I was like, Oh my God, yeah. stop sending him all around the city. But she's so scared and i think that that comes through really well like i think the actress that played her did a really great job of showing that like it it was just fear it wasn't an intentional like she's not trying to be Mm. irritating she's not trying to string this guy along she just wants to see him and then she has no idea what to do from there and that's not i that makes sense you know that's a real thing Mm -hmm. no yeah i Oh, sorry, I, go ahead. I felt the, the the same way with that with that yeah. situation where yeah. in the moment I was like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but I think that was definitely like portrayed um quite well. The the one that yeah. bugged me the most was when she set up the the two people that oh frequent her place. Yeah. Basic and I don't know. It just was like she's just sitting there. The owner lady says posits you know, this idea that if you tell two people that the other person likes them and they'll get together, she's like, oh, let me just try this out. I know. And then just causes like 
Like, let me play matchmaker. Um, and I don't, I guess the thing for me, I guess would be that it's portrayed as the movie is, Oh, so quirky, fun, like just helping people out. And I think that's a lot of the interactions and the ones that I really liked, I really liked uh, the, mm-hmm. the first one where she first kind of finds the box and like yeah, the, the yeah. start of it all. I thought that was so adorable and, and cool. Me too. Um, And then she just, I don't know. Some of the other stuff she does is just like, I don't know. I love her sending the gnome around the world and mm-hmm. back to her dad. I think that's the best thing that she did. I think that's so funny and clever. Um, and I like even watching her um, kind of torment that mean fruit stand guy, mm. which she sneaks into his apartment and sort of like booby traps it like home alone style. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that guy has it coming. And yeah. those are such funny ways to just irritate a person and make them go a little at the by the end of the movie, he's like crazy. So that's kind of a bummer, but <laughs> he'll yeah. figure it out, I think. Um, but yeah, the relationship one, I agree, is my least favorite, but I think it just it just kind of speaks to her like naivete, I guess, with this whole thing. Like she's just mm. Just, you have to learn that you can't just toy with people that way. And even though she did it at the beginning with good intentions, um, and it seemed to work out for a time, you know, both mm-hmm. of them seemed very happy. I don't know. You learn the hard way that people are a lot more complicated. Yeah. Than that. You can't just good deed your way into <laughs> solving Does, did every she learn- complex emotional problem. Mm-hmm. Did she ever learn that, though? I don't know if she ever learned that. <laughs> Maybe she didn't. Maybe... Maybe I do wish the movie had addressed that a little bit better. I don't know. And it's just like a culmination of things that was just, I don't know, irritated me. But overall, I did like the movie. Yeah. Uh, just not as much as, as maybe I was hoping and, and totally. other people have. Um, I think the other thing that just irritated me the entire time was the color grading. And I think that most people also seem to love this. But yeah, when it when there was like, pretty stuff happening i thought it looked great with like the 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 big saturation and the mm-hmm. but when there wasn't anything that was like show stopping on screen and it just looked very yellowy greenish sickly mm-hmm. i was, it was just like oh, i don't know i think it was i think it it affected me kind of opposite of what of what they were going for because it just it, 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 it seemed to like sap the energy from it because um, <laughs> i guess for me in, in those big moments when it when you had like really pretty stuff on the screen and it was the high saturation, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And then as when that high saturation stays with the kind of more mundane surroundings and, and less uh, eye grabby stuff happening, it just felt, I don't know. It made me tired, not sleepy, yeah, but like fatigued. That. Like it was just a lot. And I think to me, it felt, cozy i guess in mm. the same way that like twilight does <laughs> twilight is mm. also a very green movie and it i don't know it's always made me feel like oh it's just a rainy afternoon and i'm kind of mm. tired yeah. like that's the vibe yeah i got it you. was rainy when i watched it so i really liked it there you go <laughs> um yeah i don't know the other thing was when she looked at the camera with that face <laughs> weird vibes man <laughs> i liked that more than i expected to considering my hatred for the poster yeah where she's doing that face but I uh, well i guess i don't know I've, I've i've thought about this a lot and i still don't really know like exactly what i mean when i'm saying uh, stuff about this but <laughs> <laughs> but uh just kind of the way that the movie presented itself right with with uh looking right at the camera right yeah yeah so for me throughout a lot of it the the intro and the narration of talking about it um feels like a fairy tale right you know you have the the omniscient narrator you know talking about all these little personality quirks of of the characters yeah i really Um, like that like intro i did too yeah i thought it was it it kind of reminded me of the very beginning of uh, magnolia yeah um about how stuff just happens and also with 
But yeah, I don't know. Just it, it just did. Uh, and I also watched my first uh, P.T. Anderson movie yesterday for our watch through. So Which it was one? Hard Eight. Uh, I'm going in chronological. Nice. But uh, so was, maybe I was like primed, primed for that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but no, I did love that part. Um, and I just think that a lot, some of the other stuff that was like more French New Wave inspired of like looking right at the camera and there's just a scene where she does the note to the lady that lives in the apartment yeah from her husband um yeah. the way that she looks at the camera and like holds up the stuff and then does it and then looks again and then glues it together <laughs> while that stuff is cool on its own and, and fun and, and stylistic and that's something that i that i generally like mm-hmm. it to me it felt at odds with the. Uh, with that uh, how the movie starts out with kind of this this storybook feel um and and i guess there was maybe a little bit of friction there um for me because it seems that that changes the the objectivity of it i guess because it's like either this movie and i think this deals with how i felt about amelie's character like (laughs) i think it does kind of go hand in hand a little bit because it's very different if we get to see an outside perspective that the narrator, I guess, and just kind of showing things that are happening and whatever. But I think there's a lot of moments where we get Amelie's subjective reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it just kind of, it, it says a different thing to me, I think um, with how it's portrayed and how she's doing what she does, I guess. <laughs> For me, the like storybook intro and her kind of grinning at the camera throughout the movie were meshed together seamlessly by the one scene where she's watching TV and she's mm. like imagining that it's her <laughs> on the TV. Yeah, that her was my, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Me too. And then I was just, I don't know, that sort of clicked everything into place for me. Mm. Like I just it was like, oh, Amelie she kind of she's a very very rich inner world and that is the thing that i like about her the most and this whole thing everything she does in her life is this like romanticized project because she is lonely mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what she has. she's like so much attention to turn inwards and to turn her life into these like stories and to narrate things for herself and and like kind of connects things because she's just sort of on her own, I guess. Like she mm-hmm. can turn everybody else into like a little character and stuff like that. But I don't know. It just it just worked for me. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and I, I think it's really interesting um, in this movie because I think there's moments where there's definitely stuff that's presented that she wouldn't be able to know, um, mm-hmm. but at other times there's stuff that doesn't necessarily relate to her completely that gets to be a little surreal and. Uh, mm-hmm. um, like not naturalistic, I guess. I yeah. love the part where the paintings on the wall talk for it's just it's just like a couple seconds. I kind of wish there yeah. was a little more uh, stuff like that because I thought it was super yeah. fun. I really um, like that stuff too. Yeah, and so for some reason, like that, I liked, but kind of like the direct address to the camera and the kind of tongue in cheek, I guess fourth wall y type stuff. Yeah. Um, for some reason, just didn't didn't. It just felt weird, I guess, to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I do think this is a is a is a very good movie. I just didn't like it that much. I don't know. Yeah, and it, and it makes me feel bad about myself. <laughs> I feel like I should. Yeah, about so. that. I think I watched this at like the absolute perfect time, and it's very fun when that happens. It mm. really, I. I don't, I don't know. I just related to a lot of it, I guess. And I really liked seeing how much, I don't, I don't know how much complexity Amelie has within herself. And then the way that that kind of ripples out into other people's lives in mostly positive ways, sometimes negative ways. (laughs) Um, And it kind of like calls people to her. Like she sort of finds this guy who's also weird, (laughs) just like her because of how much attention she's given herself and her own imagination and her own 
story and the way she's going to conduct herself. I like the way that that brings positive things to herself, to the other people in her life. And I like that she's still a little weirdo and she manages to like find this connection regardless of that and be very like appreciated for who she really is, which is a very like very complex and strange and emotionally damaged person. (laughs) And I don't know, just this whole moral to me that I took from it is that like, I don't know, like not only can't, is it possible for you to remain a very independent individual person in intimate relationships, but that like it's rewarding to do so to not only you, but also to the other person, because it's going to bring in the type of connection where you are actually understood and all these other people in your life get to like benefit from your creativity and your like meddling nature I guess I just like that a lot and I think it just kind of spoke to me a lot in this time in my life I'm about to move in with my boyfriend in like three weeks so I've just Mm. been having a lot of like fear around losing a sense my sense of self when you are Dealing, I don't know when you like have a relationship that's so much of your life like that. So watching this movie last night just made me be like, oh my god! Like it's so, it's so rewarding to remain your own weird person. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so rewarding when you get to have a connection despite being your own little weird person, I guess. And you can prioritize both your own inner world and your, I don't know, your family and your friendships and stuff, and also find love. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah. It was- me to me to see i was like amelie's got a lot going on so i'm also allowed to have a lot going there you on. go <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad yeah because i think that's that's like a very uh real fear and something that like i kind of understand right? yeah um, but yeah i will say we don't ever see what their relationship is like Except I know that, that last moment where they're riding on the little bike together. That was very I know, cute. but it's just so cute. It was so cute. And it just, I feel like even though she clearly does not know how to express herself very well, her affection and her emotions and stuff, like they finally interact. He comes over and she kind of like kisses him on the eyelids. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is bizarre. You do not know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so it was such a sweet moment. Like I really mm. found that moment to be so rewarding and kind of the like slow burn buildup of their relationship sort of coming to that as like a last moment. I just thought was so sweet. And I was, it just, it was like, yeah, she's odd. She is a peculiar person and he likes that about her. And I just really love that for both of them. It was so cute to me. Cause I was rooting for her. Cause I like Amelie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't not rooting for her. <laughs> I was just annoyed some of the times. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, and I think it was just kind of going back to the whole, like, she would set up these very elaborate situations. Yeah. And then when it came down to, like, actually talking to him, just wouldn't be able to. I know. And I thought that was so like it was it was frustrating to watch, but it was so well kind of portrayed, I would say. I agree. Um it just how how it's like a different thing. Like setting stuff up for people is what she's been doing and enjoying, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like a very different thing to go the next step and and uh deal with the results directly. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's kind of a, a fun part about it is, is all this stuff that she's done before only her, well, only her. And then also us, the viewers uh, see that, that uh, she's the cause of this stuff. Right. Which is another interesting thing with, and, and kind of relating into the way that she looks at the camera and stuff mm-hmm. is that if, if she's telling us this story, then it means that, that's how she would present herself, I guess. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I was meaning to say earlier is that if we have this uh, omniscient and objective uh, viewpoint that the movie mm-hmm. is through, then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is what Amelie's up to, you know, do whatever. Yeah. And then, and then, and I think I, and that's why I like that. Okay, here it is. I figured, maybe figured it out a little bit. I like okay. that because 
those surreal moments that pop up then mm-hmm. are just kind of presenting the things that are real to her in her world as objectively there um, as anything else that the movie's presenting. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have her look at the camera and like wink at us in the audience, it kind of changes the perspective into her, into she's telling us the story about her life, uh, which it felt to me at some point, it felt like a little unclear between those two. And I, to me, it feels like it shouldn't, they shouldn't be both of those things. You should do one or the other, I guess. Okay. Um, and so by doing that, by, by looking at the audience, by kind of breaking the fourth wall in some of those ways, it felt like she is the one telling the audience her story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that changes things for me, I guess, in the way that in, in what she shows us about her, because then it's like, okay, it's a little weird that, that you're gaslighting this vegetable yeah. man um, and be like, oh, check it out. This is so cool. <laughs> I mean, that, that was very fun to watch. And it was like, just silly. Cause it was a movie, but like in real life, if someone had like told me they did that, I would think differently of them. I think that's yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. So like, it didn't bug me. Like I'm glad that was in the movie cause it was fun and to kind yeah. of see a different side, but yeah. it, it, it's, it had me like, that's kind of the first thing that I was like, okay, well, it wouldn't be cute to like actually do this. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know yeah yeah that makes sense but um yeah so i think i think that's kind of what it was is like the difference in in like the perspective i guess of the story yeah. being told um that makes sense and yeah i think like the friction there was just kind of weird for me in some places because i just wasn't wasn't really sure about it gotcha. um but going back to to wh- where this whole point started out kind of which was about the the guy and her mm-hmm. elaborate schemes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, not being able to kind of go the the extra length and because it's like a fundamentally different thing. You know, it's not something that, that she's finding joy in, I guess. she She's having a fun time doing all this stuff and it's like rewarding and fulfilling. Um, mm-hmm. And so she approaches the situation to doing the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then when like that part is cool and fun and it's like, cool. And then when it actually comes down to the reality of like, Oh, now I have to actually talk to him. <laughs> and if he goes, Oh, this is not the fun stuff that I've been enjoying in my life recently. This is now a scary thing that, and a hurdle that I have to overcome in order to find like the happiness. Um, yeah. And I thought that was like very well uh, illustrated and, and, and shown. So I thought that too. And I really liked how she needed to push from the old guy with the glass bones because <laughs> um, he was one of my favorites. Um, Me too. My favorite first watch movie of all of this year still mm-hmm. uh, is Three Colors Red, which mm-hmm. has a, remi- that that dynamic of this movie reminded me of that one um, because that one is set in Switzerland, but they're still speaking French. Um, but it's a young lady who has a unique friendship with a kind of curmudgeonly older man who and they're both like lonely and find an interesting connection. Um, love stories like that. I think that's a good little <laughs> kind of <laughs> story dynamic. And that one's like most of that movie. Um, and this one is just a part of, of a bigger tapestry. Um, yeah. But I'll always be a fan of that sort of stuff. Nice. Another thing that I really liked about this movie is um it did the it did the thing that I was trying to explain is the same reason why I like Better Call Saul so much, where it's like you will see a piece of her scheme while she's well aware of what the scheme is, but before you know what the full mm. scheme is. And then you're just kind of like, why the hell is she stealing the gnome out of her dad's backyard? Like, what is the point okay, of this? Yeah. And then you don't find out until like multiple scenes later. I love that kind of thing. I don't yeah. really know why. This movie does that like the entire time. Like there are so many things like that. And that is just so satisfying to me. I don't know why. Mm. I don't think we had talked about that, but I, I, With better now that, yeah, now oh. that you mention it, like I, I definitely <laughs> have noticed that happening, but yeah, I don't think we had talked about that on here before though, but okay. 
that that was also very cool in this one though yeah in better call Saul it'll be like like the episode where you see the guy wearing a cast and he calls Kim and he's freaking out and he's like he has a cast on but you don't even know who that guy is or why it matters at all that he has a cast on his arm and then you don't find out till like halfway through the episode I love that it's just so clever to me that's just such a fun way to structure out a story that is about a scheme you have a story about a scheme that's how you should do it (laughs) you love it when a plan comes together yeah I really do I like that much better than this is another common trope where they're explaining the plan and it's ha- and it cuts to it happening while yeah. they're explaining it. I yeah. don't like when they do that. No, that is not fun. Like it makes sense for like efficiency's sake um cuz sure. otherwise otherwise it's like I feel like if you explain the plan first and then actually do it there's the tension of stuff going wrong Mm -hmm. and usually and sometimes it'll do that until whatever goes wrong and then it'll i don't know but i just don't like it when they do that and i don't really know why but yeah i don't ever want to hear the plan explained in words i just want to see it unfold Mm. in real time that's true i don't know i feel like it can be compelling if uh just to see it's like, I mean, it's a, a very simplified version is in Shaun of the Dead where they're like, okay, we go pick up Liz, pick up my mom, go to the pub, have a few pints and wait for it all to, to, to uh, <laughs> blow over. And then it just keeps changing and stuff. Um, but the plan can only be explained if it doesn't, if it goes off key off of the plan very early on in yeah, in the sequence because yeah. then it's funny you're like it's fun to see yeah how far where you end up is from where you were planned to end up. <laughs> that's true that's a good point <laughs> they do the thing in this movie not only with plans like it's not even just that amelie has a plan and you see her do the first part but you don't know what the whole plan is and then it gets revealed later they do it with like other things that she just knows like the part where she realizes what's going on with that guy who has so many torn up pictures mm, in the mm-hmm. picture book. that was and very cool i know and it's like <laughs> she just gets it and then the, the movie moves on and i was like wait i don't understand <laughs> what did she just realize and then you as the audience or at least me i didn't realize what was going on until she kind of reveals it to the guy mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh, that was so fun. <laughs> and, then, and then the guy goes crazy about it. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of moments in this movie that I just thought were so fun and mm-hmm. so well executed. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is another thing about um, explaining the plan mm-hmm. that, um, I don't know how I feel about this one. It, I, I'm, I, I just am not quite sure what I make of it because I think it was cool how they did it, but also like, ugh, <laughs> um, where they, as uh, each character was introduced, it was like here are four things that this character likes and don't like. Um, it was cool because then they could just show it without it's like the show don't tell thing yeah i liked it when it was at the end when you saw the guy touch the chicken and you're like oh it's that guy who likes touching the chicken (laughs) the way that i said that like makes it sound like it's a bad i don't know (laughs) like weirder than it is but the guy you you know what i'm talking about right and it shows that he reconnected with his daughter and grandchild yeah totally um that part is cool but i it was kind of bugging me just like i don't know when you're when you're writing you know characters you're like okay these are these these very quirky things um that they like and don't like like that's something that you know everyone does when they're making characters yeah and so having that just be the movie i don't like in the movie (laughs) and like like stated so directly like that yeah was like cute and quirky but i was like i don't know i don't i still don't know how i feel about it it was (laughs) i liked it i thought it was fun yeah 
I also, speaking of like the sh- just showing type of thing, I like that like throughout the entire movie, everywhere Amelie goes, she's looking for rocks to just skip <laughs> in the, um, mm. like she finds a nice stone in like most places that she goes. And I thought that that was just, I don't know, really funny. I liked the continuity of that. Mm-hmm. I was uh, looking at, at at stuff related to this movie in, in prep because <laughs> If I if I say something so controversial as I wasn't fully on board, I gotta be able to back it up. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I saw somewhere that it was see this the shot where she skips the rock and it goes towards the camera was CGI because she couldn't Audrey Tattoo couldn't figure out how to skip rocks <laughs> like good enough for for that. <laughs> Skipping rocks is not that easy. It's quite fun though. Yeah. It's always like a thing that yeah. I, that you see on media and you're like, you're just, it's just a rock. I don't know. Yeah. And then you go do it and you're like, man, <laughs> I've probably spent like 10, 15 minutes just skipping rocks without realizing <laughs> it. It is pretty nice. Um, and it's very fun to find a good stone to skip. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I also saw some interviews with Audrey Tattoo, and I think she's great. So she it really so was just beautiful. Amelie, the character that I did. <laughs> I didn't, I, I, I don't know. Did I dislike Amelie as a character? As well, she, some parts of her bugged me, but I still thought she was like likable overall. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah just frustrating in some ways in some ways that wouldn't be frustrating to other people. I think it's like a me specific thing. Um, Just to, I think just down to what I was able to relate with in her character and what I wasn't. Gotcha. Um, So, yeah, it's a personal problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, Yeah. I think that's, pretty much what i have to say about this one the big yeah things. me too um do you have a rating for this one i gave it a nine out of ten big fan nice this one's a seven out of ten for me nice not bad um, uh cool yeah glad to have finally seen it yeah me too i'm really glad um, a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've heard about this for a while, which is kind of odd. This is uncommon for for foreign language movies. I feel like I think this is in a fairly selective uh, group of stuff that's in a different language and like very specifically of a different culture. Um, yeah, that is still like very commonly like most people will have seen it um, around these parts. I don't know about most people, but like, you know, you kind of know what I mean, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. There it is. What did you think of this movie? Uh, let us know in the mailbag. <laughs> yeah, please. Please I would do. love to hear some more thoughts about it, especially since you and I kind of just disagree a little bit. Mm, yeah. We would love to hear your thoughts about it. And uh, let us know. Am I just a hater? <laughs> uh, yeah, especially if you didn't like this movie. Yeah, I'm very curious. Because most I read through some Letterboxd uh, reviews earlier today, and they are very positive. They are, yeah. In fact, I was trying to find some... Well, because so you can sort on Letterboxd. You can like sort by popularity of the comments is just what it automatically does you can do the date like how recent uh and then you can also sort by rating so you can either start with all the five out of fives or all the uh one out of tens half star whatever right um so i was trying to find like some good negative reviews that would like articulate some of the like maybe have some of the common points because i'm usually able to do that but And I mean, there were some, but uh, I I went to the half stars and and they were all just like troll. I mean, not like cringe or bad, (laughs) dumb. (laughs) That's funny. 
I guess movies that don't have as many people who have seen them usually have like better stuff from just like looking at them. Yeah. Cause I try to find, especially for movies that I'm very conflicted on. Yeah. Um, I try or like maybe, yeah, just I'm not quite sure if I felt, you know, how I felt about it. I'll look for one good review that has a lot of stuff that I felt about it. And one like more negative review, like, yeah, you know, like eight or higher and five or lower, you know? Yeah. Um, or like maybe even a six depending, but yeah, just like that, that say some of the stuff that I was thinking had some of the same points. And then I say, okay, here are two sides. I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And that's like comforting to me. So yeah. I, I, I've been doing that. Um, but I, it didn't work out for this one because I didn't quite find uh, um, any of the reviews that, that put it in the same way. So that's why I'm thinking it's it's probably just a personal problem. <laughs> that's funny. I'm just not whimsical and quirky enough. <laughs> Or maybe I'm too whimsical and quirky just in the wrong way. Yeah, this is a very niche whimsy. (laughs) (laughs) Check your whimsy at the door. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I think it was a fun one and a good good little talk there. Me too. I definitely recommend it. It was a very cozy watch. Mm. Next time you've got a rainy day, this is the movie for you. Hmm. It's been raining nonstop in Fort Collins. I don't know. Has it been the same way? Yeah, in this it's been pretty crazy. It's raining my, right now. My little plants are growing so uh, big. Everything up here is so green. It's crazy. This yeah, been- no, it is. It's been yeah. wild how yeah. green everything is. Yeah. This has been the rainiest summer I've ever had in Fort Collins. Mm-hmm. Um, so next week should be book club. Does that still work for you? Yeah, um, I will be in Alaska until Monday, though. So okay, a little bit late. Yeah, I think that'll be fine. Okay, cool. Um, it'll work out. I've been very obscure this week. <laughs> oh, good for you. I'm getting very like I'll be able to finish it in time for sure. Okay, great. Me too. I got um, two extremely long slides uh, to talk about it. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be a fun discussion. Uh, yeah. I think I'll have a lot to say about that one, too. Good. Good. And then who picks next? Uh, Aubrey. Okay, great. Yeah, we've been reading two uh, gothic long long boys. I know. I hope she picks something kind of fun. I hope she picks something gothic. <laughs> and old and British. <laughs> no, no more British. <laughs> I'm done with the Brits. Um, yeah, no, I'm very excited for a book club next week and Great. also pt anderson sometime in uh july mm-hmm. i've i've started my watch through i'm going to try to kind of prioritize that okay sweet. Um, and I'm work gonna... on through so Excellent. somewhere in the future we will also have a 2007 episode i'm going to continue to think up some stuff for that yeah i'm excited about that um and please tell us in the mailbag if there's what your favorite movie from 2000 or what you think the most interesting like discussion point for Mm. movies in 2007 would be because i think that could be a fun uh interactive thing because there's so much there's a lot about 2007 that i have that i want you simply have to have a favorite movie from 2007 one of your top 10 favorite movies it's bound to be from 2007. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those uh like those um memes that say screw astrology what uh, like yeah. whatever are you. It's like screw astrology <laughs> what's your favorite 2007 movie that tells you That's really you funny. Um yeah, so let let us know that one in the mailbag too. And uh, any other thoughts, questions or uh comments you have about the show or uh to to or like questions to us um mm-hmm. and also this is something i haven't mentioned in a while but if you want to give us a rating and or review mm-hmm. well i don't know if you can do a review without a rating on itunes <laughs> or apple podcasts i guess um i think that they say that that helps out a lot so nice. that would be cool if you don't mind <laughs> um Thanks. Only if it's above one star, though. 
<laughs> yeah, don't be mean to us. Well, you can if you have good things to say. <laughs> if you give us a one star, you better tell us what we can do to improve. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> we'll be mad. Yeah, we will be mad. Uh, cool. So yeah, that's a, a whole lot of a lot of things that we've been talking about. But that's the plans. That's what we got in the works. So nice. All that means all there's left to do for this time uh, is to recommend an album. Do you have an album to recommend for this week? Yes, I'm going to recommend the album two. At least I'm pretty sure I've always called it two. I think it's I I. But it might be 11. <laughs> I don't know for sure. It might be mm. one, one. Anyway, I think it's two by Unknown Mortal Orchestra, an album that I like quite a bit. Uh, it's nice and short. The lyrics get kind of heavy, kind of dark sometimes, but it remains a very pleasant listen. Like it's just got mm. a nice, soothing melody to each of the songs. It's a little bit groovy. It just. It's it's very relaxing despite the depth of the <laughs> lyrics. And it feels very summery to me. Mm. Especially if you're having a very rainy summer. It's really perfect for that. I do happen to be having a very rainy summer, I must say. And me as well. Awesome. Let's see. My album for this week is might be kind of similar vibes. Uh, it's Being No One Going Nowhere by Starfucker. That is very similar vibes. Um, it kind of is, yeah. Uh, I love this album, and uh, it's my favorite of theirs. Nice. And uh, has been. I have a big flag tapestry kind of deal with this because it's such a nice, comforting uh, album cover, too. And I think it matches kind of the sound and vibes of it as well. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I, I really love this one. And uh been listening to it this week so i would say e you all should do the same <laughs> nice yeah uh so that's it for this week thanks for listening everyone um yeah let us know what you thought about amelie if you've mm -hmm. seen it mm -hmm. uh how you feel about french people and uh anything else in our mailbag yeah and i'm gonna keep saying i'm gonna keep uh going going wild about the mailbag until someone writes in it <laughs> you know yeah we, we want to hear from you <laughs> Ew. um but uh yeah thanks for listening in any case and uh we'll catch you next week with book club on jude the obscure thanks everybody catch you later uh, oh, yeah. Do great things this week. We <laughs> both believe in you. Yeah. Yeah. Bye now. <laughs>